This week we have a special guest, local rapper, activist Osa the Healer. He will discuss with us the trials and tribulations of being an up-and-coming artist in the DMV, what it takes to make it in this day and age, how to stay positive and motivated when pursuing your dreams, and we will discuss the current state of hip-hop. All this coming up on Cassava and Cornbread. Welcome to another episode of Cassava and Cornbread. Woo! It's can't 55. remember. It's 102. Yep. Oh, okay. That's what we're, we're doing now. <laughs> Today we will talk about being an artist with our special guest. But before we introduce him, let's go to Shit's Crazy with Ashley. All right. Um, hey guys. Um, it's another week of crazy shit. Um, usually I like to talk about political stuff, but I wanted to switch it up a little bit because um, I just want to because that's what I do. So, um, a couple weeks ago, I went to the doctor, got my blood. You know, your, you know how you get your blood test or whatever. They check everything out. So most of it is good. Everything is fine. But she came to my vitamin D levels, something I don't really pay attention to, right? So normal vitamin D is between like 30 and 100 NGLs. Don't ask. No, excuse me. NGs per milliliters. Don't ask me what the NG stands for, but that's how much you should have. That's <laughs> ideal, right? Ask me how my how 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 what mine was. What mine were. Ask me what mine was. What was yours, Ashley? Okay, okay, I meant guess. Guess how much mine <laughs> yeah. was. Like, why would you ask that? Ten. Guess how much? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. Ten. Twelve. Twelve. Ten is what it was. Dang. So yep. it was. So it was ten point eight. And so she said, "Well, this is extremely low." And you need to make sure you take vitamin D pills or whatever. So then it got me thinking, like, why the fuck is my vitamin D level so low? I'm black. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought black people, we are, you know, children of the sun. We embrace it. We love it. Or whatever. Comes to Come to find out, African-American people are like 97% of us have low vitamin D levels. So that mm-hmm. led me to think that we need to do better as people. Go ahead, Aisha, because you got something to say. I was going to say, Chomping especially in like the the, the Western world, yeah. in Northern America, uh-huh. black people just need to go back to Africa because we weren't meant to be here at all because the thing is we can't, <laughs> we don't get enough sun. That's why it's so true. We don't. We don't get enough sun. We don't. We don't at all. Don't. So okay. everyone should check their vitamin D levels. Is it because black people intentionally stay away from the sun? So, okay. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Thing, well, right? that is because another thing. Because we don't want to get darker, which is yeah. some bullshit, because I think everybody should just, you know, want to get tanned regardless. But that's a personal thing. And I'm light-skinned, so I don't really have a, you know, a dog in that fight. Mm-hmm. But I, it's also because how we absorb the sun's rays, we don't absorb them in the same at the same rate as white people do. On top of that, you know, we wear sunscreen, which also blocks out the rain. Wait, we wear sunscreen? Yeah, no, some people do. You have to wear sunscreen. Yeah, black people have to. There's this Everybody myth, has like, to. No, white people have to. Well, no, we do too, because you, you could. Yeah. It's possible. It's less likely compared to white people, but it's possible for you to get it, man. Yeah, it's possible. I believe that. Yeah, we have our in-house basic scientists. Hey. <laughs> yeah. In training. Um, so, it's all of these things, and most of us have you know, office jobs and, Mm. you know, we're not sitting in the sun like that. So all of this stuff kind of like 
comes into like is accumulated and it ends up as a result of us having low vitamin D levels. So vitamin D is important for your bone health. It, if you are a woman and you know women have higher rates of depression, it's good. It helps with your depression. Um, typically, I'm cranky. It helps with my cranky moods. Mm-hmm. So now I can blame my vitamin D on my bitchiness because <laughs> I can just say, you know what? I got low vitamin D levels. I'm going to make sure you take it. those pills every day. So still had the same problem, too. Well, Cecile is like low-key. Yeah. I don't be paying attention to it because of that little voice, but... She, she hates people. taking her iron pills and her vitamin D pills, but she needs it. She has, yeah, you have to. So um, it'll also like help you rest better um, for people who um, uh, um, have problems sleeping at night. That's probably one of the issues. Yeah, so all of us, most likely, everyone in this room and every black person except for 3% of us, so basically everybody, has an issue with vitamin D. So I would recommend going outside more, spending 30 don't. minutes to an hour outside. <laughs> Especially on a beautiful day like this where it's sunny. I'd rather take the pills. I mean, you know, you gotta go outside. I don't mind being outside. You know, we still have a little bit of like... um, (laughs) It don't matter. You still gotta lay them down to match your weave. Like, what? (laughs) Are there any foods you could eat with vitamin D in it? Are there foods? Salmon. And I eat a lot of salmon. I think my... I thought vitamin D was the only thing that you... Could I was only told, get from uh, the sun. Yeah, I was told that salmon had. I read it. I read it. Yeah, I think it does. Like, it's yeah. not higher levels. Like uh, they say, you need like four hundred milligrams of of it a day, and it gives you like maybe three hundred. But it's some, and then you know they put vitamin D in like milk and orange juice. Yeah. So that's how you know we as black people we're not gonna get it from salmon because that shit is expensive. It uh, is. So. Uh, yeah. For who? Hey, what are you talking day? about as well, black people? Speak for as majority. No. Who's the You should not shop at Whole Foods. You know what's going on with them people. Don't generalize for another episode of Shit's Crazy. We're not going to talk about that. And that looked like an old video. Okay, well. Be that as it may, my suggestion to. My fellow black people out there is to make sure you guys uh, get your vitamin Egg D. yolks and beef liver? Ain't nobody eating no fucking cheese. Beef liver. I, I eat it, yeah. Cheese is bad. Cheese is bad for you because of cholesterol. Like, you gotta oh, watch no. that stuff too. And dairy's just the devil. Yeah. Oh, no. I love dairy. Don't yeah, say I mean, that. You're the scientist. I ain't gonna tell you. <laughs> basic, <laughs> basic, basic, tell basic, you. basic, 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 basic level. Okay? <laughs> a bachelor got me there. So, <laughs> no, I can wear the title. Um, so, yeah. uh, get your vitamin D, ladies and gentlemen. And that is my shit's crazy for the week. Okay. All right. Thank you for that, Ashley. Now moving on to Fatima with the girls' room. Hey guys, welcome to the girls' room. Woo! I'm back okay. and I'm happy. <laughs> so this this story that's been going around all week: mm-hmm. a teenager, 18 year old Romanian girl, Alexandra, mm-hmm. I think that's her name. She sold her virginity for two million euros. Congratulations. Big good job. What did I do wrong? That's a come up. That's but hold up. Wow, the thing is for a minute. The person that, that paid for it is a Hong Kong man. How old is he? 
didn't say. And she found him um, through an escort service. Cinderella escort. Wait, service. wait. So she was an escort? No, she went through the agency to mm-hmm. get him. How much will they? Uh, they take they um twenty percent. She don't even got two million no more. She might have like what hundred. Yeah. So the um the agency take twenty percent. Oh, I was gonna say, wow, that math. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Basic math. <laughs> hey. But the thing is, like, well, like, what did I do wrong? People give that shit for free. I should have given it to love. It's your first was the way to go, because I know that's what I did. I love my first. Look at what's this face. I'm not going to lie. I was not. I was not. I just wanted to get it over. Like, let's see this shit. That's yes. where you fucked up. That's you know, like, that there you go. Like, you just want to get it over with. I know. Curiosity killed the cat. Literally. Get it? <laughs> so, being, so being the only guy in this room, also, would you, like, if you had that money, would you pay for it? And what's the thing with, like, virgins? Yeah, nah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, uh, I, I don't even really want to fuck with no virgin. Like, I mean, for what? I heard that before. Yeah, yeah why would I, mm, just... I need a little experience, you know. I'll take that, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, but some guys really be on it. I bet you he's an old guy, too. He has you to be. You know he's 50, and they from Hong Kong. No offense to my East Asian brothers and sisters, but just be some funky shit be happening over there with the fucking... Uh, underwear vending machine. Exactly, and all that. Wait, the what? Anime underwear vending machine. machine. We use underwear. Uh, I, but motherfucking dudes are sick all over the world. I yeah, don't think like true. men are just yeah. fucking sick. I think general. it's just funny how they pay for it. Like you know how many and they got the money. Yo, I seen this chick on um Instagram auctioning off her uh, virginity to and some Saudi Arabian dude bought it and she like listed the whole. These are the what? details. You got to pay for me to come out there and this is what I want. I want half up front. I was like, yeah. Wait, is she black though? Uh, she was like Hispanic or something. She was in like I she think, was in like Latin America or something. Yeah, I don't think black women can win off of that type of industry because nobody's really trying to buy our virginity. Well, that's because they already over-sexualize us and think that we're Jezebels and stuff. So they're like, no, you're probably not a virgin. That's true. Yeah, there's that stereotype. Can I auction my experience? Like, if you want (laughs) to... My experience? That's what prostitution is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That should be the definition of prostitution. I'm auctioning my sexual Why is it okay for a virgin to, like... But it's still... It's still a form of prostitute, though. Yeah, technically, that is prostitution. It is. But that's a one hit or quitter though. Right. Like that's like you just check in and check out. You can retire the next day. You're not. You, you're not like overworked. You ain't gotta be overworked. You can just ch- work for one day and re- retire. I ain't got no issues with that. The moral of the story is keep your virginity until you can sell it and retire off of that. <laughs> Like, girl, don't fall in love with these niggas. Like, yeah, right. Find don't you a rich happen. man and auction that shit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but wait a minute. Okay. But see, but wait a minute. That's the problem, right? But is it so? Is the black girl thing true? Well, I What's the not- black girl Because if your daughter is black, right? You, you saying, like, ain't nobody paying for no yeah. black cooch, then. Well, it, it's true. Because, I mean, true. I you, don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe it. 
I want her to at least make $20,000 off of her. But there are some people that will offer. In one go. Not over. Not over a period. Like maybe like rich African leaders maybe might pay for an African. How about we don't pay? What? Just don't sell yourself, girl. Find a man you love and. Do that. No, because that's love, the love. Up. when you're married you and you are in love and that's the only that man you know, that is okay. That's the payoff. Okay. Yeah. But if it's your first time, don't believe it. No. Don't believe the hype. Because if you fall in love with your first, that's going to haunt you for the rest of your life. Trust me. Yeah, but me. if he's, he becomes your husband and your partner in life, I then agree that's, with that. I agree with that. like keeping your virginity until you're married. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the reason why I say that, because women, we already want too much. Mm-hmm. Like, like, we want man. you to be... No, I see you, Fatima. We want yeah. you to be <laughs> rich. <laughs> no, we want you to be rich. Yeah. We want you to be smart. Mm-hmm. We want you to be funny. Yeah. And then if like once we lose our virginity and we've had some good sex with horrible men, we want you to also be great in bed. And that's just too much to ask for. So at least with that, you erase out that. You cancel out that. Because it's like, if you have sex with a man for the first time, you, you think his penis good. is like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Don't keep your virginity to marriage. If you want to, that's good. What if you keep it and then you get married? That shit is whack. Then you But you would never know. <laughs> what yeah. do you, have to you, compare you don't to? have anything to compare it to. Nowadays, is uh-uh. This is why God tell you, are you be a saying, virgin. Are you saying no. that both people know that it's whack? Because the man's gonna know if it's whack. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, the, yeah. We yeah, would hope yeah, that the man is also a virgin. Because the ideal thing, it would need. No, 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 no. First of all, men are just penetrating, and no matter what, they're gonna come. So, how do you know pink, like, vagina is whack? No. Like, oh, they, no, they do. They do. What? Oh, it exists. I'm not gonna say I've encountered it often. But I knew it when it happened. Oh, you're entering a, like a door or whatever. Not all pussies created equal. Oh How are so you? You trying to say, man, they know their pussy. They know if it's good or bad. Trust me. The only thing that could do. be whack if she's not wiggling or bouncing well, on it, right? But I don't think it's just like... You don't have a penis though. You can't say that. Okay. But no, here's here's the saying. Okay, virgins are made for virgins, and then sinners are made for sinners. Okay, if they're That's both virgins, true. they don't know what it feels like, or they don't have anything to compare right. to. So I go think for if it. They're both virgins. I think that's the highly successful <laughs> option. True. Anything else, when you start mixing up variables, then you you <laughs> change up the experiences. Yeah, there's gonna be some more problems. Okay. I think it should be equal for men and women. They should yeah. both equally be virgins. Yeah. Okay. Good that's luck cool. with that, but uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's I had good that. Advice. So that's well, that's that. That was a rich discussion. That was very rich. <laughs> The next one is you. You guys watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, right? No, I don't watch. Oh, you how okay, if you, if you don't watch, you hear the story about Kirk and the baby mama. <laughs> no, now tell me real quick. Okay, is this girl Jasmine? Uh huh. So apparently, Who is a prostitute. I'm sorry, she's That's not a prostitute. Theory. That is my theory. No, <laughs> she really is. All right, I just want facts. Yeah. She has a exactly. pimp. Oh, she has a pimp. Mm-hmm. So no, she's a hoe. that's not her. Thank no. You. She's in a relationship. Okay, so apparently, so she had Kirk is married to you know whatever that lady's name is. Boo? No, the Rashida's, Rashida's husband. husband. Oh, this is okay. yeah. This is another. So he cheated yeah. on his wife and got her pregnant. Got the person. I mean, the, the girl, side joint. the side joint pregnant, and now he's denying the baby. Oh, exactly. So the thing is. <laughs> Jasmine, she went online and she put a picture of her baby and Rashida's baby. Like, you can look it up. 
But oh, Jasmine's the side piece. Yeah, those are yeah. Those, they look alike. <laughs> Wait, like, they don't look alike. I looked do. at that picture. Wait, I don't think they see. look alike. And babies all I'm look the same. T- yeah, I'm not good at telling that. People tell me well, my kids look see, like they have the nose. So like, for me, be doing that. are trying to see similarities. But I yeah, feel like I'm in Murray right now. Look at that nose. Look at that nose. Do a DNA test. Exactly. He would do that real fast. Yeah, but my baby, and he would take the DNA test, and it would be over. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like for me, I've seen enough Murray show to know you can't go by the look because my son don't look like me or the father whatsoever. Looks like. It looks like my mom. Yeah, your mom. So you can't go by the look. But my thing is, stop putting that out there. Just do a fucking DNA test and get it over with. But it's good for rating. I think that's why because the show's still going on. Because we all are watching. We are. Yeah, because why else would you watch a bunch of like black people in Atlanta? Being honest, talking about like she said like that. Wait. Wait, not like in a racist way <laughs> I mean like all they talk about is like so I did this, I went and saw Oh shoot, I just should just stop talking because <laughs> you're going somewhere. With but go ahead. She just don't like the show. Yeah, I don't. I don't it's very, it's very entertaining. And she, she's the dude she's in a relationship with you guys call a pimp. Also have it's like a sister wife thing. Both of they oh, but they're yeah. open. They I know about it. Yeah, yeah. so like it. that's not, not exactly. They live together like African men do it all the time. Wait, so. African men do not sleep with both of their wives in the same bed. The wife, the other, the second wife has her own home. Or yeah, she's yeah. living. It's in the, the modern home. day um, version of yeah, it. Yeah, no, don't say it's the modern guest house. Yeah, and then usually when they have two women in the same house, they're married. They're not just like. Okay. Yeah, right. that's true. She's not a person, but I'm just saying, just do a <laughs> DNA. If she's not, just do a DNA test. Just she's a prostitute because she had sex with Young Jock. Yeah, and the other and chick other had one. sex with right. like Kirk. So, but why? That does not make her a prostitute. She just like having sex. Yeah, unless she got paid. Exactly. Right. But we don't. But she did because she, she got whole tendencies. Her, her and she was a stripper. She was a strip. Come on, it's too many coincidences. No, she's not, not a prostitute. She's a prostitute. Well, actually, any not- uh, most of these girls on Love and Hip Hop anyway, their stories are questionable. So yeah, she may be a prostitute. Jasmine Blue, no you shit. are not, not a prostitute. I'm not like demeaning her lifestyle. I'm not saying like she should be ashamed of herself. You kind of yeah. should be ashamed of yourself because you got pregnant by a married man. But that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. You doing your job. That is what it is. It's not mm-hmm. on you. It's on them. But I just want the truth to come out because I'm tired of this crap. Kirk is the one that's holding it back. Please, really. <laughs> be a yeah. prostitute. Be standing your truth. That's all I'm asking for you to do is just to stand in your motherfucking truth. She is. She owned up to it, but she not being a prostitute. Be no because she's not a prostitute. All right, but Tima. anyway, that's it for that one. I'm just saying, Kirk, do a freaking DNA test. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do a DNA okay. test and let's find do out. Do a DNA test, bro. Are you the daddy? <laughs> all right, what's the last one? The next one is, I don't know how I feel about this guy, because I used to like him, Lamar Odom, mm-hmm. and he didn't do anything. He was on an um, interview recently, and he kind of, he regret cheating on cheating on Khloe Kardashian. I didn't know he cheated. Yeah, I didn't know either. I just thought it was his cocaine issue, because you know, like in 2015, he almost died from drug overdose and all it's that. Tough, yeah. He's just in a sunken place. Thank so, you. That's what that's I was going to say. Y'all don't talk about sunken place yet. That's the right thing. He is in a sunken place. Are you like, have you seen, seen the movie, Get Up? Yeah. 
No, yeah, let's cool. not, not talk about it. We haven't watched it yeah, yet. Yeah, let's not no, talk about it. No, we're not going to talk about it, but I'm just saying the oh, sunken place know, reference is true. Place. He is, because yeah. I don't think he cheated. I think she told him he cheated, but he didn't she cheat. She told him he cheated? No, <laughs> no like, he, right. he owned up to it. He said he had an affair. He's in a sunken place. He will own up to anything. And I think Chloe is the one, like, that got away for him. No, she's not. She ruined his life. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Can I ask this question? I don't really watch the Kardashians. But is there is there a man that on that show that hasn't been fucked up by them? No. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure because they all seem to be like yeah. going crazy. Yeah. Mad, Maybe the, the the sons, you know, the progeny that came from all those unions that they've made, like the little Mason and the new Saint. They're yeah. like the new Kardashian. But men. they're a product of that. But like the right. men who come into this. Even with them, with the men that are coming in, the progenies, I question their future because yeah. even Rob Kardashian has been fucked up by the Kardashians. Right. And That's the and true. the and the Bruce Jenner. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. He, went all the he way is off. something yeah. else now. So. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty He's bad. He's a Republican transgender. Yeah, like that's, that's <laughs> who doesn't believe bad. in uh, LGBTQ yeah, rights. Yeah, that's rough. So I feel like I mean that's. She's the one that got away from him. We all have that one person that was like the one that got I just away. Don't think Chloe's the one that got away. I think she should have been gone. I think she got away, and I'm happy. And she continues to date happy. athletes, specifically yeah, basketball players. Yes, I think the only person that I don't date a black person is um, what's her name, Courtney. Courtney. And she's a normal Anybody person else, in that like, situation. Well, well Scott Disick has been crazy since they've been together. No, but together. Scott has never had a downfall. He's still using them. And Scott tells them <laughs> the truth all the time. Every video know, you see, Scott... Well, yeah, because Scott is white. <laughs> so I guess it doesn't yeah. work on white He's men. Already prepared. Exactly. He's already mentally prepared to deal with that kind of exactly. insanity. <laughs> yeah, this, this is... If you're black, this is levels of insanity that you, you can't even fathom experiencing. I couldn't... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the black people that come in, they're just yeah, gonna black, look fucked yeah, up. Hold up, yeah. yeah. I'm not oh ready God. for this. Like, this is another level. But I wish him luck in everything because yeah. he was a great player. He was actually a good basketball player. Uh, yeah, I about to say I wouldn't know. He sounded like he was. Yeah, good. I watch. You know me. <laughs> oh, so you don't watch sports? Don't watch sports. Nah, I don't really watch sports. Uh, that's that's normal. normal. That's great. That yeah. is something new. Yeah, I, I like basketball normal. though. I love basketball. I just. But I don't, yeah, oh, like me, you know, I end up watching them because, like, either the dude that I so date, dudes dude. watch it, yeah. <laughs> the dude that I date or whatever, like, they're watching it and I get into it and I be hyped. That's, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna get into it. She's supposed to. She, she's a good girlfriend. She, she is. I watch okay, it. I even like, can we change this? Can we watch no, this? when you're points? watching basketball, I'm like, <laughs> no, no, I'm like, look at me. Look at me. I need attention. Look at me. No, because that's the only way, like, we get to spend Sabon. time together. Because yeah. if you do other things, you'd be like, okay, I'm watching sport. They're always going to watch sport. So try we to get We can spend time together together. Nah, it's just, it's just something hey, I about football. it. I can't do basketball. I can do football fine. Because football, I do football too. Halftime show? No, all of it. No, I can. I, no, I watch the, I yeah, watch it, I watch I it too. Basketball, I can't, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't I'll, understand it. I'd be, well, like, I'll watch soccer. Time. Woof, I'll, I'll be on it. The World soccer. Cup, that's it. Yeah, I know, that is <laughs> okay. it though. Every and I'll be supporting years. America. Every four years, she'll watch some soccer. That's what's up. That's compromise. <laughs> if you're into soccer, what do sport you into? I get into. I watch it. I be down and yo. Somebody needs to marry Fatima, right? Fatima, but they don't. They think I'm too good. They don't believe that shit. Very high credit score. 
I do. I really do. Now that's useful information. Right? Baby, her hair stay laid. She takes care of hers. Right. Wipe her up. She goes to the gym. She got her snatch back on after having a baby. She knows how to cook. She does. And the most important part. You get sex. More than once a week. Sold. Inquiries, you can send an email to Simon at gmail.com. Hey. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it for the girls' room. I hope you enjoy the stories and let us know what you think. <laughs> Thank you for that, Fatima. <laughs> now, let's get back to our main topic. Um, you guys, we have a special guest. Um, this guy is a friend of ours. In the past, we have worked together with local nonprofits where we worked with young people using the arts to promote social justice issues. Yeah. So, friend, please introduce yourself. Hey, what's up? Cassava and Cornbread. This is Osa, Osa the Healer um, and all that good stuff. I'm happy to be here with y'all. This is, this, is, this is a fun show. Y'all be tripping like shit on this show. <laughs> so, I'm happy to just come up here and trip out with y'all. Hi, Osa. Where are you from and what do you do? Oh, yeah. So, I... I I'm from Nigeria, West Africa, and I grew up in Silver Spring, Maryland, and I do quite a lot of things, um, but for the means of this show, the sake of this show, um, I'm a hip-hop artist, and a lot of whatever comes with that. Okay. Ooh. So how long have you been doing this? So this the craft itself, I've been rapping since I was in high school, so like half my life, <laughs> and, um, and then performing and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anymore. I don't know, at least 10 years, I think. Wow, that's I don't a long know time. if it's been 10, but yeah. Right. I should have probably thought of that before I came here. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's been a long time. I mean, I remember you when you used to promote, uh, I mean, perform at the Youth Media Festivals. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Those were fun. Shout out to Gandhi Brigade. Shout out to yes. Yeah, shout out to Gandhi Brigade. We've uh, all been through that nonprofit. Yeah. Again, that's a nonprofit that we worked for and that we volunteered at. Yeah. And we love it dearly because we like our we're our family. Yeah. R.I.P. Richard. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, so what were your first influences? What made you want to get into music? Uh, yeah, it started a long, long time ago. It actually started um when I went to the Million Man March. I went I was with my father and uh, you know, everybody's like handing you out stuff. Mm-hmm. And somebody handed me this tape. You know, it's '96. This is a tape. <laughs> somebody handed me the tape, and it was um, this this rap song by this artist named Nonchalant. Um, she's from DC. It's called Five O'clock. And it's Five O'clock in the morning. Where you gonna be? Outside on the corner. Right, right. I actually know that. DC native. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. that? Nonchalant. Yeah, so, so yeah, when I heard that. I was like, damn, this is dope because it was the message in it. It was like, yo, you know, it was talking about the decisions that, that young black men are making on the streets and on the corners and just how, like, to do better. And I was like, damn, this is dope. Like, well, rap, I, that was, like, the first time I really hit me, like, this this art is powerful. Mm-hmm. So um, later on when I got to high school and I realized I could read and write. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I realized. No, real life. In high school. Yeah, no, it wasn't until I was I was in high school. I was like, damn, like, I can, like, read and write, like, for myself, you know? Because mm-hmm. I was in school just writing shit and reading shit, but yeah. I didn't, it didn't, uh, it, 
I didn't know what you I became was. Became like more of a writer. Yeah, and I woke up and I was like, oh damn, like I could write, I could say whatever I want on this page, and mm-hmm. then I could say it in front of people and like whatever I want. So I started realizing that's powerful. Like that's a powerful tool to be able to do it. And I loved rap, and I was always reciting like all these lyrics. It was a lot of poisonous music, but um, when I heard some some more like elevated music with different things. I was like, wow, you could say a lot with this art, you know, and it affected me in a positive way. So I decided like, all right, I'm a, I'm gonna do that too. I want to do that too. You know, say things of meaning and substance. So that's kind of where it all started. Cool. All right. I mean, you being African. Yeah. Let's get to it. I mean, I know we're, I mean, most of us are Africans here. Like the three of us, Fatima, Aisha, and myself. The three cassavas. Yeah, the three cassavas <laughs> were. Excuse yeah, me, I am the Caucasian. The three cassavas are Africans. I am Caucasian. And <laughs> I know even with us starting this podcast, I kind of had a hard time telling my parents that I'm doing something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know when it comes to anything that's creative, our parents are not that much understanding of it. Yeah. So how was it for you? Yeah, it was a rough transition. <laughs> well, I mean, um, it, it's not that bad like now. But, you know, when I first started, again, I remember in high school, my dad, he found my rap book. Oh, man. Oh, I ain't never going to forget the line. He read the shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> that you is such an African joke. Can you do that accent when he calls you? No, no, because my dad don't really got a thick accent. He got that. I don't know what his accent is. Dramatized. He, he's in, uh, the he British Nigerian. He got like, yeah, like oh, the British okay. kind of Nigerian thing. And I can't do that that well. But he was like, yeah. He was like, what is this? Scrambling ass niggas fucking up my reception. Like, I thought that shit was hot. I was like, yo, scrambling yo, ass niggas dad, fucking wanna, up my reception. Wanna get my mixtape? Right. <laughs> Right, I thought those. I thought those were bars. He's like, nah, man. And he he made me shred my whole rhyme book in oh, front of them. Yeah, I cried like a little baby. <laughs> so that was how it started. <laughs> and then, um, but I, you know, I never, I never had like pipe dreams though. I was never like, I'm gonna abandon my responsibilities in life mm-hmm. to be a famous rapper. That would have been a whole yeah. nother issue. I, so I never really had that problem. Like I, for me, like I always took care of my responsibilities. So the music stuff, it ain't really bother them. But like, if I come to them now and I'm be like, "Yo, my kids ain't taken care of because I'm trying to be an artist." Right. Oh yeah, they're You'll not having over. that shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're not having that shit. So it wasn't really much of a struggle. Plus, on the low, like they kind of understand. Maybe it's more so my mother. Like on my mother's side, like. Like, yo, I found out when I was older in life, like in my 20s, you know, my grandfather was um like cool with Fela Kuti. What? Yeah, like, what the, yeah, exactly. Side I note, like, Aisha and I are in love with Fela Kuti. Yeah. That's my, yeah. You watch his documentary and we yeah. would have been like his harem. Like, we would have yeah, been a part of his harem. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, so, real life, yeah. I call him, I, I, yo, I call him my soulmate, yo, because uh, we got the same birthday, October ah. 15th. Oh, wow. And like, he knew my grandfather. So it's like, like I, if he was around, I would literally, he would be my uncle. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So that's in my... This in your blood. Something like that. You know what I mean? That's in like my spiritual aura. So I think my my folks, you know, realize some of that too. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, so like that's I didn't get too much backlash. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it wasn't too much of an issue. But yeah, they just kind of ignore it. They're like, whatever, nigga. Just as long as you got a job. <laughs> as long as you go to That's, college. Yeah, as long as you yeah. finish college. <laughs> that, those are the issues. You know. That's the thing with African parents. As long as if you have something else that's supporting what you're doing that they're not okay with, it's okay for them. Right. Like, but if you would have come out something like you said, you have like you're not taking care of your responsibility. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I live on the streets or whatever. That would have been you know, like ah, what's that doing for your life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. On a way, they're kind of right. Like I mean, you have to take care of the bills. Yeah, you know? like, still kinda... So that's all. I ain't never. I don't be crying to them. Going. I don't beg them for money or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it's not been too much of an issue. I mean. With that, like, I understand the parents, you know, with being concerned about your bills. But I remember when I read Malcolm Gladwell, The Outlier. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain amount of time that you got to put in into your craft, too. Yeah. So it's just like it takes away from us putting in time into our craft. Mm-hmm. Because I know right. some parents who are like either white or some even some African-American parents, like with the um, the Jacksons, right? Mm-hmm. So he made or even Beyonce, his her dad made sure that she put in a lot of hours into her craft. Yeah, you have to, especially if you want to be like on some superstar status shit. I ain't nowhere near that. Mm-hmm. So that's <laughs> Because <laughs> you were too busy in college. Yeah, right. <laughs> African degree. parents will not encourage that. Yeah, no, they no, will not, they will not support encourage that. that. Yeah. Nope, nope. I mean, I think, like, my parents, if I did that with my children, because this is second generation, mm-hmm. maybe. You know, <laughs> like, maybe because now they, they've been here for a while. They've seen me fuck up. And so they're like, all right, well, if you put everything into making this child great, is a little different than me saying that, you know, just being there. This is the first time. I was their first time around. So yeah. it's like they were like learning how to figure this shit out. What the hell is he doing? <laughs> but now I've, I, I've, I didn't made a lot of, committed a lot of African sins, you know, <laughs> and y'all kind of know what I'm talking about. I've committed quite a few African sins. So they like, all right, I think they're more understanding, you know, so. Yeah, I guess it's part of being from immigrants family especially when you're first generation there's so much pressure on you it's not African it's whatever Indian, Asian they all look at you like what the fuck you ain't bringing you (laughs) to that shit you know what we went through to come to America and have our dream and you you want to ruin it yeah right right yeah Yeah. Yeah. this was not part of my plan (laughs) (laughs) registered or why are you not married yeah oh yeah y'all women got yeah but here's the crazy shit though right so this is kind of what helps right so because i was doing music um i taught myself like web design Mm -hmm. and so i you know so like i became a web designer so it's kind of okay because it's like all right well you work in a respectable uh profession Mm -hmm. you know so they got that to hold on to you know if i said like i wanted to you know, work at Starbucks to pursue my career. <laughs> hey, there's yeah. nothing wrong with a barista. Like, I don't, you know. No, nah, ain't nothing wrong with Starbucks, but we yeah. know African parents yeah, ain't having it. Yeah. Not as a life career, as a nope. temporary <laughs> in between you could open college, up your yeah, own like college, shop. but not as a grown ass man. They would like to tell you they had this job, that exactly. job. Yeah, work <laughs> <What? internships>. Quit, <laughs> quit this job. Why, why, why are you not doing internships? Even with internships, they're going to be like, so when are you getting paid? Yeah. Yeah. I have six nights after mom and dad. Today. You can't win with African parents. It's just... Yeah. My mama lets me do anything. She thinks everything I do is great. So I'm sorry. Yeah, God bless you and your mom. Yeah. I'm not with my mother and my lovely 
I mean, till now, it's like, so, um, yeah, you don't have shit. You just have a bachelor. Like, can you go get your master's now? It's been, like, you've been working for, like, two years now. This is too much. Side note, my mom called me today at five in the morning talking about there's, like, a prayer circle for me to be able to find a husband. Jesus. That's happening. Like, everybody's praying for me to have a husband. So, That is very African. (laughs) Wow. Hey man, those are good, dude. I'll take all the prayer circles for whatever. No, but I think what my mom is not understanding, I had this conversation with Fatima. I'm like, maybe it's me because every time I pray, I never pray for a man, I pray for money. Mm. So it might just be that I don't want to. You know, that's saying you can take a horse to a river, but you can't force it to drink. Yeah, take a horse to the water. God only gives you what you want. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, they pray yeah. for her, but she don't want, she didn't pray for herself. So, she don't want to be saved. But that's a real honest, that's a real honest reflection. I yeah. respect that. Like, yeah. yo, baby, it's me. <laughs> that's really shit right there. Like, I need money. I'm yeah. saying, with, with all that, then I think about my mom not being that too African because she don't want me to, she don't even think about marriage. She's just like, do something with your life. Mm. Work, get money. I'm like, but I want to get married. I want to have kids. No, 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 no. Don't put that well, in your I mean, head. Well, you marry a rich man, and probably that pro- whole conversation would be different. You know what I'm saying? Be like, okay, you did what you were supposed to do. Right. That's true. Yeah, that shit was definitely I just definitely wanted to be a sugar mama at some point. Mm-mm, girl, no. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, take that back. <laughs> I take it back. And I'm taking the turn of age, and I'm there like a 14-year-old man, and maybe. If my husband dies, you know what I mean? I need comfort in my life. Maybe. But other than that, no, ma'am. I'm too young. Hey, shout out to the sugar mamas out there. Yeah. Teaching these young boys how to step up their game. Anyways, whatever. We don't do that. <laughs> Going back to you, Osa. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm not. Sh- again, with this. <laughs> I'm so drunk, came here to trip out with y'all. No. <laughs> so, I mean, what I'm basically getting, as long as you're getting your schooling done, African parents will be okay with anything that you do. Well, I can't speak for all African parents. I can just speak for mine. Some of y'all got some really tough parents. Yeah. Like, my, I think my parents generally are probably a little bit. More, they still African parents, but mm-hmm. they're generally a little, probably a little bit more lenient. Because I know some real African parents, they ain't having none of that mm-hmm. shit until you make your first million. Oh. Then y'all That's can talk thing. about it. If you're <laughs> successful in anything that you do, they're okay with it. Because yeah. even with our family, like Aisha and I, since we're from Guinea, anytime I see. Shout out to Guinea. Yeah, shout hey. out. Woo-woo. Yeah. Anytime you see, like, a successful Guinean girl who probably made, like, products, like, there's one girl currently out there, she created a hairline for natural... Shout out to her. Um, hair, um, mm-hmm. People with natural hair in Guinea. And I know that if I told my parents that I wanted to do something like that, they'd be like, no. But the fact that she was successful in it, yeah. they're promoting it. And my mom is calling me, so what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to do something similar to mm-hmm. that. So. Yeah, my dad be doing shit See, like that's that. the thing, though. It's like they don't believe it when you Start create off. it and no one knows what it is. Yeah. But then as soon as it's seen in the market, so why didn't you do something mm-hmm. like that? Well, I mean, I have 50 million ideas. Yeah. If you guys would just invest in one of them, maybe I'll be yeah. out there, too. You know? But I, I, this is the thing. Like, I told, I went to my high school recently. I went to Springbrook. I was up at Springbrook. And I told him, I was like, look, y'all the young people. I was like, if you come to your parents with, like, a presented plan like eight times out of ten they'll shut the hell up and leave you alone but it's just because when you're young they don't respect you especially african parents but i think parents in general when you're young people don't respect young people they're just like whatever they just talking shit and then whatever but if you come and say look this is my plan these are my goals this is what i'm trying to do in my life most parents black white purple african european shut the hell up and either step out of the way or support you 
So I, I think in general, I think that's kind of a good um, a good way to go about things. That's true. Um, I know that anybody that comes out of the DMV that's a creative, I'm constantly, like when I meet any creative in a DMV, I'm always trying to, I'm waiting for them to say, hey, I'm going to move to LA or New York mm -hmm. to pursue your dreams yeah. because DC is a political city. Right. So I never understand when I find anybody that's creative here, why they're still here. Mm -hmm. It's a political city and it's also expensive to live in. So you tell them to move to LA or <laughs> yeah. New York? Yeah. Well, mean, it's also, but then again, Ashley, when you uh, sent me that article yeah. with all the cities that are the best places for creatives, they're all expensive. Yeah. And you pointed out the fact that like being a creative now is... Um, something for the elite yeah. because yeah, that yeah. industry is turning it's expensive yeah. shit just to be an artist so how is it for you living in a DMV as an artist yeah that's what I mean I'm again I'm not first of all I ain't trying to, I don't do this art to feed my kids mm -hmm. point blank period mm -hmm. if I was doing this to feed my kids I'd be <laughs> fucked up <laughs> like just to put it lightly uh, but yeah it's expensive man studio time ain't cheap uh yeah nah you know for photography ain't cheap like living ain't cheap eating ain't cheap mm -hmm. i mean i'm glad i'm not single dating ain't cheap ain't nothing cheap <laughs> <laughs> oh, so when you have okay. when you were dating originally oh my god like, we Jesus oh Christ. my can god can we just be exclusive yeah <laughs> that's what i did with my that's what i did with my wife now i was just, on the first date i was just jumped all in i was like all right <laughs> I was just like, yeah, you're the one. Right I had, yeah, our first date was in January. I was like, yeah, you're gonna be my Valentine. I'm just locking this shit in now because I ain't got time for this shit. Is expensive. Like y'all don't even, yo, women, yo, women, man. This is why. I look, and this, I'm going way off topic with this shit, but I'm about to do it. Look, I want to talk about this equal pay for women. Oh my God. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. This is gonna be bad. It's gonna be hard. No. Hear me out. Hear me out. I believe in that shit, right? I think that I, I, I have, I would want nothing more than that. But if that shit happens, things have to change. We need to be prepared for shit to change. We need some some cultural changes because if I was single and then now we on the even playing field as far as pay, I don't be, I don't expect to pay for all my first dates. Mm -mm. That hey, shit, no. that shit. Okay, would have so to I have change. something to say. On yeah, this let's yes, let's talk right. about it. So recently, I actually saw a video of a Russian girl who was talking about this in terms of first dates or dates, right? She was like, men love to act like, you know, oh, you know, we should go 50-50 on dates and stuff. And she was like, look, I went and got my hair done, $50. My nails done, $30. All this makeup, $70. And she was like, if you add up the time it took me to look and, you know, the way I look and the dress and the shoes, it's about 200 and something dollars. So you owe me a steak. You owe me wine. <laughs> yes. And then you're going to pay for my Uber back home. And in the end, you're still going to owe me about $35. But I forgive you. So it's like, that's equal right there. That, that's <laughs> because true. it doesn't take that's much true. for men to just jump out and look like themselves and walk out. No, but if right. I really walk out, must my house stuff, like the way I look. It won't be is, a second date. It won't be no. It won't be no. Like, oh well, she she's you know. All right. <laughs> take care of herself. That's even further off the topic, but um, <laughs> we'll address. I mean, because here, if if all things equal, if you just like to keep yourself up and spend two hundred dollars to keep yourself up, that's really your choice. Because for real, for real, if I like you, I'll fuck you with a fifty dollar look. It's not that. No. Also, not. wait. Okay. So when you met your wife, right? Mm -hmm. 
What did she look like? How was she put together? When I met her, I met her at work. <laughs> I met her where she worked at. That's what I'm saying. She just looked like she was going. I liked her off that. If she, ooh, chill, mm-hmm. no party fouls. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. If she, if she spent, let's say, she, I don't think she did. Maybe she did. But if she spent two hundred dollars, it doesn't really matter how much she spent to get herself looking ready. The point is. If she has the money, if we're getting paid on the equal on the equal level, right? Then, look. Here's what I'm saying. Part of our culture, the reason why that that is culturally, I think, is because it's expensive to be a man to keep up with girlfriends, wives, side bitches, hoes, prostitutes, <laughs> strippers. Who do you think is? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not saying that I do all of this stuff, but someone has to keep these industries afloat. And we're the ones that are doing it. We are, we're incurring all of these costs. Think about it. If I go, if I go on, let's say, let's say I go on, let's say I go on one date a week, right? One date, which is not that serious. Right? If I go on one date a week, how much does that cost? If I take you to a decent Well, be place. creative then. Okay, you know, fine. You don't have to be Oh, okay. But you just said I owe you a steak. No, no, no. no, no. It I, was, I, was, I, I was explaining what she said in the video. But the point is, it's like, especially on the first date, you know, it's like men shouldn't expect a woman to pick the up the bill, yeah. right? Like later on, it's fine. You're you know, you're you, damn we could go to later do on. this. Oh, I got this. And then you get that. Or I got this Uber ride and you get that. That's fine. That's when you guys establish things later on. Okay, so my oh, wait, question wait, is this. Wait. It's about courtship. You know, it's yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> no, the thing is with that, if like you said, you know, a man after the first day, the man paid, then other times the man was like, okay, you get this, I get this. No, I think but the, the women, you know, if you're, oh. but some women after that they will start fucking with the man because mm, of that. Thank you. That's true. Let's be it becomes, honest. You set the bar. You you set the precedence no, for it, you to continue to do that when you do yeah. that. The, the the thing about it is, all right. If a if if a if a if a woman offers to pay, she doesn't have to pay. Right, I, even saying. if she offered, I probably still pay. But that's just me. Yeah. But I'm saying the fact that a woman is even just okay with that that that's what I'm saying. That makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Again, if we're gonna be expected to pay the first date, that's fine. If we're gonna, but if I go on four first dates in a month, I've spent hundreds of dollars <laughs> just on first dates. You that's, make that that's first a, date count. Yeah, and count. that's fine. But I've spent hundreds of dollars, right? But the but the thing is. All I'm just saying is that that's probably why men get paid more because they have to go on all these first dates and they're expected to pay more. That's all I'm saying. If we even the playing field, if we even the playing field and, you know, women are getting paid the same as men and then we're not expected to pay for all the first dates, cool. You know what? I think if people are well, going to go on a date, just compare your salaries. Whoever make more. No, you, can't, you can't be talking about salaries on the first date. I'm looking at you, but I don't care if I'm a millionaire. But I I support it though. I do support, you know, like equal pay. But I mean, I think that we can't just change one thing and not change the other. If I could say something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in the animal kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. You got birds. Mm -hmm. Birds of paradise. Yeah. I've seen all of them. Birds of paradise, right? Plumes, beautiful. They be sack. Yeah, yeah. They be the ones that look nice. Bright blue breasts. Do all the hard work. They do all this shit. They dance. Woman, the bird, woman bird, brown as fuck, be in the corner like, bitch, if I decide to turn around, (laughs) I will let you know. Yeah. But right now, I'm not I'm not fucking with you. 
Sea, sea, sea lions, male sea lions Who fight each other. No, I need no, to know. No, no, I want to no. have this something to say. This is real. Male shit. sea lions fight each other to the death to no. have their harem of bitches. As the women sit on the side, be like, I'm not defending neither one of y'all. Guppies. I'll wait till y'all finish, mm-hmm. and, and whoever, whoever wins. wins can get this pussy, okay? Guppies. Guppies, thank you. <laughs> Niggas, um... Lions. Lions? Uh, Everybody. Uh, yeah, all so type of lizards. all male species have to prove Most, themselves yeah. to women in order to get some. And even then, sometimes women just be like, I'm here, mm-hmm. I'll have your kid, mm-hmm. it's whatever. Don't be in love, just be like, let's just do this. I show up. This right. protocol. So my thing is, if it's not monetary, right? Mm-hmm. Something you have to prove yourself to me somehow, of course, to make you feel worthy you of my right. time and my space. Yeah, you damn right. right now. And you know how I feel about capitalism, at least these people do. I understand the idea of conflating love and money. You got to pay for my dates and all this other shit, it's problematic. I get that, but because that's what we do here, because we don't have a choice, <laughs> yeah. because capitalism has been set up that way, yeah. It happens. Mm-hmm. That's the way you have to prove yourself to me. So if that means you spend $700 for these first four dates, mm-hmm. you better get ready. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because that's that. I agree. And but... that's it. Okay. So I have to say. No, I agree. I'm just saying that then that's just the case for men to continue to get paid more than women. Fine. Uh, you can get paid more. All right. If you I think spending your money to take me Yeah. Out. Because Make that's the only reason we need money. Y'all women don't realize that. That's the only reason men need money. We, that's right. the only reason. Excuse me. Uh, no, Sephora is the reason why women well, should not pay more. Well, not even Sephora. Like, Sephora. do you know how much tampons and freaking yeah. pads uh, yeah. cost? That costs a lot, a of, lot money. of money. We right, don't again, choose to bleed. Right, but again, if the if the goal is to get some nigga to pay for this shit, he needs the money then. You're, it's all, you're only making the case stronger for men yeah. to get paid more. That is true. That's all I'm saying. That's I'm all I'm saying. I'm not expecting a man to pay for that. I'm just no. saying. Well, for hold on, wait. First, I, I actually, if I'm dating somebody, if I'm dating somebody, I ask you, like, oh, can you, yeah, get me pass, get me temp. I actually ask. What? They you actually, ask? yes. No, well, you will. So should get paid more. different. <laughs> Fatima has her phone bills paid for. That's how women she should do it. <laughs> That's right. I be trying to. I be trying to. Anyways, y'all should be getting y'all. Y'all don't even know. We do everything for y'all. We have no point of being here on this earth except for to take care of women. And And the men that don't realize that are a bunch of fuckboys, and y'all need to leave them alone. Man, hold on, wait. Man, in that case. I support men should get paid more. Okay, well, I mean, also- I just wanted to throw that out there, and we should really digest this. I think we should. No, y'all women need to figure it out which one it is. Do you wanna? Do you wanna get paid the same or not? Because that's a hot topic. But if y'all wanna get paid the same, we need to address yeah, these. This is this needs to be another show because it's it's too much. It's, there's a lot. It is of too much. Topic. But basically, Let's what I'm what I'm getting from this is that if you are a woman and you are an artist in a DMV, you're okay because men are expected to pay whoa, for whoa, everything. No, 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 no. No, as a female artist, you'll be fine because men are. You'll be way to better off than my ass. You'll be, yeah, yeah, you will but, be better off. But in terms it comes with a lot. It does. It comes with a lot because all these niggas will do you favors, but you know what they expect. So you can get some free studio time. That's you can get true. free pictures. Niggas will do all that shit for you, or, but or they don't take you seriously. Or yeah, because yeah. I've noticed that too. Like when I say something like, "Oh, I do this," or "I do that," and they're like, "Really, do you?" And your ass took like 
a class one semester in fucking community college oh video one on one and you think you know more than me. Shout out to Montgomery College. <laughs> and that shit is insulting because then you just sat there and you shitted on my whole career and it's like that's not that's not okay. Mm-hmm. So I've had to like for creatives I mean, even if, even though I don't do a lot of video stuff like that, I know enough for me to say I can do this. And if you give me the opportunity, I can show you what I can do. Yeah. But men don't even allow you a spot at the table sometimes yeah. because they don't think you're capable to do the job. Right. And that shit is unfair. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever, you know, your project is almost kind of like, oh, it's cute. Yeah. And yeah. It's what like, is that? Yeah. What, what do you mean? It's yeah. cute. It's like, oh, it's a thing you do. It's like, well, well I need you to take it seriously. Yeah. I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what it's like to be a woman artist, but I can only imagine it comes with all those type of uh, yeah. challenges. Yeah. It's, a it's being a woman, period. Whether if yeah. you're an artist in a workplace, whatever. It's yeah. Like, I heard the last episode. Mm. <laughs> okay. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> So with your case, it's unique. You have a regular nine to five yeah, that helps you pay bills. the bills. Yeah. I got kids. And you, you have a significant other, yeah, so you don't have to spend that much money, you know, on dates, on dates <laughs> and stuff like that. So I mean, I still Netflix and chill. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God Keep the for Netflix that. Account popping. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's eight dollars. All I gotta do is keep keep groceries, keep groceries in the fridge, keep groceries in the fridge. Nah, but we still be going out sometimes. This shit is expensive. This shit is expensive. Let me and, just go ahead and marry you because it's just cheaper. I just yeah, this is it's cheaper to keep her. Yeah. Okay, it's cheaper. But anyway, so, so that's uh. Yeah. Let's get back to this artistry shit. Um, so what do you think about the artists from the DMV? Because I mean, with people like Wale or some well. Somebody like Chris Fat Brown Trail. or Fat Trail. They don't. Sure know nobody from no, well, just Wale. That's it. That's <laughs> no, it. Oh no, Tabby Bonet. Tabby Bonet is really Bonet. good. Yeah. Um, Some, with Logic. Lo- Logic. Logic. Well, yeah, lo- his white, yeah, he's right? From, yeah, he's from uh, huh. like Gaithersburg. Or yeah, I hear Wait, him what? a lot. You're joking. Yeah. Yeah. Gold Link. Gold Link. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah I don't know who Shy Glizzy is. You don't know who Shy Glizzy is? <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. I just know Wale, Tabby Bonet, maybe Logic. Yeah, yeah, Raheem Devon. Yeah, Raheem Devon. Yeah, Raheem Devon. The DMV. From the DMV. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. people like that. I don't think, especially with rappers, I don't think they get as much success. Like, I mean, Wale's good, but he's not that great in he, terms... He will tell you. But I think no, I think he's great. Honestly, I think his music is awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I he's feel one like of the most slept on artist. He in is, the game, in my opinion. Even with Tabby Bonet, I'm yeah. like, he's yeah, really great. his rhymes were great. Like his rhymes. <laughs> no, I, I think Tabby Bonet is very creative, creative <laughs> right? Yeah. So he I can give creative. him something yeah, like Pharrell type of um, look. Bars, I haven't listened to enough of Tabby Bonet to give him the bars. Put me in a pocket. But with me in the pocket was fun. It was fun. It was the most funnest song. One of the most funnest songs I'm <laughs> and he used the slang from the dc it was cool or jaw is jaw like from the yeah or, or jonin a jonin hey hold up and speaking of jonin um what's that bama name Bama. Bama. Why well, I have not said that word in such a long, long time. time. Yeah. Because like high well, that's because I'm trying not to say nigga as much. So I just say no. it's hard. Yeah, it's hard because I say nigga all the time. Yeah. Um, so the the little I think it's the little Yachty dude the, with the red hair and shit. Yeah. He said uh, Jonin comes from Atlanta. I just really have hey, to correct this Yeah. This Ooh, I swear lies. to God he you, said this in You public. know what it is though? It's because a lot of black 
um, Americans, especially young men, like young college student, go down Atlanta to right. go to you know your yeah, Morehouse, Spelman, and yeah. all that. So they bring that culture down there. Yeah. They they would play go go. I remember my brother would yeah, say back go-go. in Morehouse, yeah. yeah. So that's probably because of that they got you know from yeah, the culture. And yeah, and he doesn't know. Yeah, I just gotta <laughs> set the record straight. It's true. Yeah. I don't even baby. know any of his songs. I don't either, but I, I just... I saw the commercial like when he was... <laughs> yeah, it's like... Oh, he was on a Sprite commercial already? <laughs> yeah. It was, oh, um, damn. His anyway. beads are, like, very So, DMV artist. Yeah, yeah with DMV, DMV artist. Right? Thank you. stole our slang, and Thank I just Thank you. Um, I mean, with DMV artists, I think they're great, but they don't get as much respect or play as, like, people from New York, Atlanta, or... Yeah, Atlanta. Just, yeah, New York and Atlanta. They don't get as much play. So mm-hmm. what's going on with that? What do we need to do in a DMV to be better artists? Uh, I don't think Or that, to be recognized. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, yeah, because I think we got the same quality as any other city. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the challenge that I've heard a lot of DMV artists say is, like, we don't support each other as much. You know, like if you go to Atlanta, they all support each other. They go into each other's shows. They showing love to the young and up and coming people. They do that. In the DMV, it's not the same. Like if you up and coming, like you got to do your work first. And then folks are really like, like when Wale first came out, nobody, people wasn't fucking with him. Wale was out for, before people thought he was out, he was out for a long ass time before that. A lot of people wasn't Mm -hmm. really fucking with him. And then it wasn't until he went overseas and yeah. got it, right. Mm-hmm. He got some shine overseas. Then he came back. And he back. did Lady Gaga. And that then was he came yeah. back and he did the Lady Gaga. Then people was on him. But still, but even still, even the way that I've heard people talk about Wale, right? People would be like, "Oh, Wale ain't from D.C. He from PG County. He from Silver." Well, actually, he's from Montgomery County. Yeah, but this is that's what I'm saying. We're, we're not united, right? Right. This 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 Bama Wale has jumped out there, put D.C. on, put the D.M.V. on the map. Yeah. He he he's really one of the pioneers to put the D.M.V. DMV on the map, and we st- yeah. we still say shit like, "Oh, well, he ain't from DC." We do that. Or he's African. Yeah, like 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 in in Detroit, they don't be like, "Yo, Eminem ain't from." He's from Eight Mile. They don't mm-hmm. do no <laughs> fucking shit like that. But we do that here a lot. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't know. Well, even I New York Detroit, rappers, I mean. everybody just represent NY, and that's yeah. it. Exactly. Just, right. It's just, yeah. Unless you're a designer. Don't nobody want that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's where's from Jersey? He's from, from Jersey. Jersey. Oh. Well, Jersey and Jersey and New York is two different things. Yeah, yeah. It's just like there's Jersey and there's New York. Yeah, there's, there's he's a hot mess. But I mean, that's what I think. That's what like the challenge is, and um, so we yeah. It, I don't. I I think I just, this is just what I've heard other artists, and as we just be talking about, like we just don't feel like you know we support each other enough. So. Yeah. I, but I know for a fact, like in Atlanta, in the South, like they be supporting each other, like local art. Like Master P got on from selling tapes out of his trunk. Yo, mm-hmm. DC, we ain't buying nobody tape out their trunk. Maybe that's why. <laughs> if somebody walk up to you on the street, yeah, yeah, yeah with a CD, that's come on. Man. That's why, like, um, artists in DMV, they move elsewhere because yeah, they get they that support yeah. that we don't give them down here. Yeah. But why and is that? They just support. Because I think part of it is like what you were saying. Like, DC's Mac. Political, yeah. so you if showing support is a political thing. It's yeah. like, all right, well, do I like this guy and like who is he and like who is he? He's friends gonna be with? associated is with my right, brand. Right, People exactly. gonna think I'm like People this. Gonna, if yeah. I show him love, then what does that say about me? I think we do a whole lot more of that as, as opposed to yo, that motherfucker dope as shit. I heard a track that you be tight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't true. see, I don't see a lot of that. Like for me personally, like I know it's people who listen to my music and will never tell me and fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> Will never have never told me. 
And I see, I see him on the street five years after I put out something. Yo, I heard that shit. That shit was tight. I what? They didn't even write. They ain't press light. They didn't share. They didn't leave a comment. So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't even be. It's probably people who. Who fuck with me? I, I would never know because yeah. it, it's too political to like. All right, well, I used to be hanging out with them hippies, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. I do. I know. <laughs> I'll be hanging out with you these white. It could be that. I don't know. He's what He's an it activist is. slash rapper. That's a problem right yeah. there well, for I'm us. I'm not gonna lie. You know the song that you recently put out was it with um Ben? Yeah, Diamond yeah. Child. Diamond Child. Yeah. I'm a freaking diamond child. I love the lyrics. Because I listen to more of the Thank lyrics you. than yeah. everything else that come along. Yeah. And the words to that is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. That, I'm a I diamond child. So <laughs> right. Look yeah. at that. Yeah, we, yeah. All yeah. All we all are. <laughs> Salon born. Salon born. born. That's where it's from. You fucking did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, okay, so that's, well, I appreciate that. I think, is it like a race to the top? I feel like... Okay, Wale put us on the map, but I feel like every other rapper like Falade or you mm-hmm. or like the Fat Trails, they just want to be the prominent one, the one that makes it really big. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they don't want to support each other because everybody's just, it's like, I mean, it's we are known race. for our crabs, right? Yeah. So it's like a crab in a barrel type of situation. Well, everybody's trying to climb up. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I ain't trying to be like no prominent rap star because it comes with a lot of uh yeah. it, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that it's not no but it, it 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 becomes it becomes like it's different because when you want to i feel like when you want to be like widely like accepted you got to sacrifice certain things that i'm mm. personally not willing to sacrifice oh, wow. you know what i'm saying so i don't want to like change my i do because i just got a message I, whoever want to hear it they can hear it but i'm not trying to like be in everybody's like ipod or whatever be the best or whatever whatever because one i really don't one i ain't compete with nobody i'm mm. not competing with these other rappers we're not competing i'm not competing with anybody i don't need to be better than no other rapper i'm not need to be the best i you know fuck that i'm the only me that there is and that's the only thing that yeah who could be better it. than me when i'm just being me that's true <laughs> so um you know, at, but but again, I think the challenge here is we're we're more clickish. Like we just got clicks. There's so many clicks and crews, and like you know, like where are you from? And like uptown is different from downtown, and the, the south town. side is yeah, the south mm-hmm. side is different from the you know what I'm saying. The, the east county side. is and different the, from the, the city. Yeah, you, if you're from the burbs, then you got no credibility. <laughs> No and damn that's the truth. I'm yeah. sorry. No, 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 uh, excuse no. me. Like every time somebody, some rapper come out of Montgomery County, I do give a side eye. And that's yeah. Like, I'm like, you from where? Yeah. Bitch, you from you Gaithersburg, from the, motherfucker? Right, exactly. no, I know Logic got that shit a lot. You from Gaithersburg? Well, anytime a rapper comes out of the DMV, I question it because for some weird reason, I'm just like, it's freaking D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. What is so gangster about these areas? Excuse there me. are some excuse areas, me? but it's just Chris not Brown, like, I wouldn't be as, as afraid of like, right, but then that's compared also, to New York. York. Like, but then that's also a thing about how we look at hip hop too. Like, hip hop ain't all about just being gangster. Right. Well, nowadays everybody has stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nowadays, everybody has stories, and I think which is a good thing. I think hip hop progressing into something where it's more inclusive is great because you know not everybody comes from the hood anymore. Like, there's a lot of people. There's a bigger black middle class, and mm-hmm. there's kids that's coming from especially in this area. Has something to yeah. say too, yeah. and they should be given the opportunity to do that. But here's the problem. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was gonna say the problem is these motherfuckers who do come from privilege talking about that gangster shit. That's true. Too. That trap mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, like, but who a- wants to hear about you riding your bike down, you know, like Clover <laughs> Road and Gatesburg, and going to your friend's house? You guys hitting up the pool? Like nobody wants to hear about suburbia's life. All right, well then that's the pressure that a lot well, of artists no, that's are not under. True, because somebody like Michael Moore, he talks about fucking going to the thrift store. Yeah, see, that's so, so and, yeah, that's he's what white. Available. <laughs> he's white. No, but see, that's what. <laughs> white rappers are cleaning up because these white rappers are being honest and all of these other niggas is faking and faking the funk and they're losing yeah if they would be honest they could probably have some macklemore success but we let me these white rappers they're not playing yeah because their only example is eminem yeah Yeah, but i'm saying but i'm saying that's what i'm saying though but as far as realness and authenticity and story they're like yo this motherfucker he's a real one and like i i can't comment yeah i'm not him i you well, know. I mean, even with Soldier Boy, when he came out of Atlanta, he was just talking about dance moves. So I'm okay with that. You know, it's just yeah, like as long as you're having fun. He just got gangster now recently, yeah. talking about he gonna kill Chris Brown. But other than that, like posing with guns. Yeah, yeah. He but wasn't gangster. Some people adopt the gangster life. Yeah. And, yeah. Now let's talk about the current state of hip hop with the Nicki Minaj's and the Drakes. Because it's pop. Oh, let's it, not even talk about Drake. We said album. I'm sorry. It sucks. It, it like only like two or three songs that I found I like because I listen mm-hmm. to all his mixtape and yeah. CDs that's out whatever. Shout out to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> but even with but, but, I think yeah. it's just very Drake. Like I no. heard it because my brother kept playing it, and I was like, you it's listen, just no, it's, it's Drake not, album. But it's just, we're tired of it, <laughs> and me. I think he's gonna get a lot of sales because there's this whole new phenomenon that's coming out with like just the music industry where people are partnering with corporations to sell their albums. So yeah. they're going to get like a, a high amount of sales, but it's not from the regular public. It's just from corporations. Like mm-hmm. Rihanna did that with Anti. Jay-Z did that. Um, I can't remember with what album, but he did that. I think it was the suit and tie stuff with okay. Justin Timberlake. And also like Drake does that with Apple Music. So as an up and coming artist, are you intimidated by that? Because... Yeah, I'm changing not changing your craft just to fit society. Yeah. Pretty much signing a deal with the devil. Right. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not like looking to get no record deal. I'm I'm not even looking to make music like Drake. Mm-hmm. Drake is a pop artist. He yeah. makes popular music. I'm not the shit that I talk about is not popular. It's not cool. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not in his lane at all. Like <laughs> but, the thing, but the thing is, the things that you talk about is it remind me of more of like Kendrick Lamar and J Cole. You yeah. talk about real shit. Yeah, that Thank you, nowadays. Nice. Ah, no, it really is though. Your biggest fan is out here, Fatima. <laughs> no, number one fan. Lyrically, now it's like lyrically because nowadays I feel like most people they don't listen to the lyrics. Yeah. they listen to the beats, and yeah. that's how yeah. I feel like Drake fell off with his music nowadays. He just go what's gonna sell and what people will like. Yeah. Like for you, it's more lyrically than just fitting with society, and like I respect that yeah. more. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think lyrics are important to me, but again, Drake, this is job to sell millions of yeah, records. So you, you better do your job and do it good. I, it. it would be disappointing if he didn't, right? Motherfuckers would be mad if he stopped making shit that's in 
style or whatever. Like and Drake decided oh. tomorrow that he was gonna make a whole album about feeding children in Africa. I'd be like, wait a minute. Yeah, nobody would listen to it. But it would be a lot. But so I don't think off brand. No, you no, could. that's that's not you it. Could. Because you could be like, hungry still Malians. No, but Kendrick Lamar just did that recently with his current song. Change what they start off with, like Kendrick Lamar and Jake, they don't, they didn't change. They don't change their lyric music wise. That they're still true to themselves. What so I feel like Drake didn't. He just switched it up just to fit no, society. He's, no, well, he's, he's always been way. like that. No, he Drake is that type of product. Right yeah. yeah, since day one. His music is. I'm sorry. His recent city just. It was no, I don't know his. I don't two, really know his so. catalog like that. But I mean, to it's be really easy honest, listening for us, like yeah, especially for me as a Drake. female. Like Drake is easy right. for me to get into because I'm yeah. not like a rap head. Like I rather yeah. listen to That's Afro beats and like yeah. Lauren Hill. I'm a, but... I'm a hip hop head, so like right. Drake is is cool, but it's like yeah. mainly for women. Like <laughs> it, I mean, women love Drake, and because women love Drake, by extension, I like Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, like I, I'm not, you know, I just haven't. Listen to. I'm not looking to go listen to a Drake. I'm not a huge fan because again, if if I was out here single and I was dealing with a lot of women, I'd probably <laughs> listen to more Drake. But oh. I'd be in the house. <laughs> like I just, I just, I like, I like lyrics. I like things yeah. that are like thought provoking. That's going like, what is your message? What is your word? I like to dissect music. I don't like to just listen to it. Like I did, I did scroll through the uh, the Drake Jones, and yeah, it, it nothing. Was, it, it wasn't. I, I didn't give it an honest <laughs> listen. I'm gonna say that first, but. I was like, this is the new Drake. Thank you. <laughs> and Drake is a culture vulture, though, because now he's Thanks. using. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I was offended. I was offended when I heard that first. He tried to do the reggae thing or the Niger. He tried to do the little Niger the jump. Niger the jump. Oh, I was offended. I'm not even going to lie to you. Wizkid is allowing him to yeah, do Wiz, that. Yeah, the Wiz Kid. I was, I was a that. little bit offended. I was like. This nigga, you can, have, you can have all the American pop culture you want, but now you're talking about my people and you trying to drag our slang. I was a little bit offended because that's that's like cultural, what do they call it? Cultural appropriation. Cultural, whatever the, the word well, is. Well, I don't like, know. I don't think people of color can do, can like culturally nah, appropriate nah, shit. You, except for Native American culture. But other than that, I'm just fine. Because... Well, no, if it's black people doing African shit, it's kind of different. But this is a Jewish man, okay? He's raised by yes, a Jewish yeah. mom. And well, this is the thing, though. Too. He's never done no other African shit, period. Exactly. I can see if he had done it before and he's got a, a yeah. long history he of identifying with the continent. He shit, but he just, but he started right, messing with Rihanna and was just like, I'm... But but Jamaican no, there were Jamaicans also on his album. So there's some yeah, Jamaicans yeah, that are. Yeah, it's a Drake that album. Who's not gonna? Get... <laughs> you gonna find a Jamaican to get on your album? I mean, that's not. That doesn't mean that it's okay with the culture. Also, any any what, artist in their right mind would jump on. You know what Kid Fury said? He was like, "I'm just tired. Drake tomorrow's gonna feel like being Caribbean, then African, then British, then Moroccan. Soon he's gonna. I mean, he was with the Habibis. Like, remember for a while he was smoking hookah and then like hanging out with nothing but Arabs." And then he was in Dominican Republic. Yeah, he's like, talking, like, making he's, songs with Aventura. Yeah, he's so, worldwide. I mean, so now he's in Legos, girl. Yeah. You better accept those things. Nah. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. But here's here's the thing, though. I got in the Uber one time. And uh, he's like, yeah, you want to hear some music? Uh, I was like, all right, cool. He's like, what you want to hear? I was like, I don't know, some reggae. <laughs> this motherfucker played Drake. That is why I draw the line. Yeah, I think it was Controller when the first joint first came out. I was like, that's where I draw the line. No disrespect to Drake. 
No, but that's where I draw the line. If I say I want to hear some reggae, though, you can play Drake five, six, seven songs in, okay? But it's only a 10-minute Uber ride. I don't want to listen to Drake. If I wanted to hear Drake, I would have said Drake. What do you want to hear? I would have said, I don't know, Drake. And then, all right, but if I say reggae, and you, you know how many... People you could have played. You Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Bob Marley. Listen, Bob Marley. You can't some go wrong with Drake either. <laughs> no, yes. No, yes, you can. Yeah, I'm a quarter there's, Jamaican. Uh, there's I'm controller. Jamaican. There's one dance. There no, is no. too good for you. One dance is more African, though. Yeah, one dance. What, one a, dance well, even with Wizkid, because I'm not sure if he's being Nigerian or if he's being like Jamaican. a Jamaican. Like, yeah, no, I'm just these, not sure. Yeah, they're trying to sell records all over the world. That's what they're trying to do. I respect it. But again, Drake should not be the poster child for reggae. No. At no, no point true. will that ever no. be acceptable. That's all I'm saying. We Even just, though we got to mess with Rihanna and like no, Rihanna barely, better. Rihanna <laughs> barely, barely gets the reggae you know genre. Uh, work, she's work, not a work, 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 rude boy. But she's not just a reggae saying. artist. She's yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's not like a reggae artist. If I say reggae, I don't think of Drake and Rihanna first. Yeah, At some point, special. they got Rihanna got jumped. She got a couple like, all right, she came in off the. Then she come in off some. Yeah, on the replay. In, yeah, upon the replay, and then it was like ten years before the next one. Yeah. <laughs> like she's, she's not a reggae artist. Uh, she's just not first. Well, maybe she wanted to be. Then they're like, no, girl, you know what's gonna work for you? Yeah. Be well, a she pop made, yeah. artist. Well, she made her I was choice. Watching the Real Housewives of New York, right? And this woman was just like, yeah, we went to see. A reggae band. I'm a like reggae, reggae band. Reggae. Yo, Ramona is so. I want to strangle her. Let's not go there. We're not gonna go in there, but I would love to strangle her. All right, this is awesome. But I mean, okay, this is the last question before we talk about some of the up and coming work that you have and. um I know there's a lot of old hip-hop heads that are always criticizing the current state of hip-hop with people like 21 Savage or Mm -hmm. Designer. I'm just like, can people be okay with the evolution of where this music is going? Or should we constantly tell these new artists that this isn't real hip-hop? Yeah. um, Let me... Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So here is the issue, I think. Um... Yeah, old head. It's a it's a lot of issues. That's a that's a heavy question. So the old heads, the old heads, like the old heads. It's 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 challenging to embrace the new generation. I, but I think that's with any every generation of old heads. That when you get older, you be like, well, these young kids don't know what they're doing. So that's kind of like that just happens with with every generation. The um the second thing is, um, it's more of a. I think what the people be complaining about the older heads they be it's a cultural shift that we're uncomfortable with mm-hmm. okay like when i was growing up you weren't allowed to talk about gangster shit unless you was a real gangster mm-hmm. like you weren't allowed like i wasn't allowed to like the old heads they told me line play basketball like go to school do you like you weren't allowed to talk about it so now if you grew up on authenticity in music and now you see any old body talking about any old thing they're not one they're not qualified to talk about it and then two um they're not giving an accurate portrayal of it then that's i think that's more of the problem it's mm-hmm. not really about so much stuck in their no it is being about stuck in your old ways like i grew i'm i'm I, you know it's some principles i grew up with you know and it, the music is is like is a reflection of all kind of 
a lot of things that don't make sense to me. Even like when I was young, you ain't talk, you didn't brag about um, killing people. One, unless you actually did it, but two, you would never say it on record. Incriminating yourself. That's hot. Yeah, that's hot. We call that hot. You being hot. You being stupid. You being dumb. That's just what we call it growing up. So, you know, and I don't, and and yeah, there's a there's a lot of new things going on. But again, as an old, as an older, getting older, (laughs) you know. I'm not old. I'm not old, yeah. but I understand the old school. Like I grew, I grew up in like I mean, in nonchalant the 90s. was somebody. Yeah, that right. You that's liked, what I'm so. saying. Like I grew up in the '90s. Even I used to live. I love gangster music. I love gangster shit. I but yo, like, just gotta be authentic. Like when I was growing up, I used to listen to terrible shit. This gangster shit nowadays is bubblegum music compared to what I was. If we really, really, really want to get into it, this shit is bubblegum. All this shit they talking about is bubblegum, but. I, you know, it was the authenticity that I was also, I wasn't living no gangster life when I was young. I ain't never mm-hmm. been about that life, but I loved it because it, there was principles that I could relate to, you know what I'm saying? About like even respect and like honor. There's no more of that in the music. And then there's no more of that in the streets. If you see how these young, young dudes are operating, snitching is cool now. Like people snitching, there's no honor, there's no loyalty, people killing each other over dumb shit, even hardcore ass gangsters. Killing was like a strategic tool. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't something you just go around killing people, fucking babies getting shot, innocent yeah. bystanders and shit like that. That's not cool. That's not cool. That's never going to be cool to somebody like me. Again, I understand it's a new wave. And it's just some shit I'm just not going to rock with. And then, you know, our generation was um what, what nowadays we would call, you know, homophobic, right? Nowadays, that's, the, that's what we would call it. But yeah, a lot of the people I grew up with was homophobic. We look at you with your little... Red ass braids, be like you look, you know, you know what we say. Mm, <laughs> you mm-hmm. want to say mm-hmm. yeah, you look like a little, you look sweet, you look like a little da 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 da. Like that's what that's just what most people my age and older. That's what they gonna say when they look at you. So we see all the and and then these young dudes, they don't be having respect for the culture. They be like, oh, Biggie and Pac were whack. Little Yachty or somebody yeah, said like something like, like that. Saying, yeah, that Drake was better than yeah, Tupac. Right, like little stuff like that. It's hard to be and respect. It's hard to respect that. So I think it's more the cultural thing than it's actually, you know, the song. Like they're kind of hating on the songs or the artists. Um, but I've always had a. I've always even it doesn't matter what generation. Like it just I still have a higher bar. Personally, I just have a high bar. Like. And then it's not the life that I live. The other reason I can't get with this music, I don't live this life. Mm-hmm. I don't be hanging out, partying. I ain't fucking bitches. I ain't fucking, I ain't doing all, I ain't doing, I'm just not. I'm just personally I'm not. not either, but the beat is nice. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I'm in, a, I'm in a personal place where like, I can't even, I can't even really, I don't need to, one, I don't need to listen to that. I don't need to think mm-hmm. like that. The way I perceive women is important. Mm-hmm. So I can't mm-hmm. listen to that. Because there's no way for me to listen to that kind of music and still maintain Well, hip hop has always been respect. disrespectful to women. To women. Oh, so yeah. that's just I know, but not what people don't give new. it enough credit for is that hip hop has always been very respectful to women as well. We always, what, it's easy to point that out. Yeah, BC, we don't even know. That's what I'm saying. When? We don't even know. Um, you can look at, you can, Common is a, is a great example. Uh, um, Talib Kweli, Tupac, uh, was, was, had, uh, well, I mean, Tupac was complicated. Tupac it's when he, he chose when he know, wanted to play. Maybe, saying, maybe we, more so in the beginning of hip hop when you had common, female yeah, MCs. Yeah, I can take that. Like, when you have female, female MCs, MCs yeah. when they weren't talking about their bodies, but I was more so expressing what was going on in their community. See, there's this whole, for me, hip hop, I feel like it just, it's not what yeah, it I think, well, it's supposed to be yeah. anymore because 
it's like the experience that they talk about, it's not the same of what hip hop was founded on. Like when you watch old hip hop documentaries, they're talking about people being in the hood, rapping about their communities, their struggle, yeah. being oppressed and, and all that. Yeah, compared to now, you have the little Yachty. I don't even know what he raps about, but yeah, nowadays you don't hear the lyrics, anyways. And see, yeah. here's the I thing though, but but Lil, Lil, and then it goes back to what we were saying about mm-hmm. the culture, right? Like Lil Lil Yachty is gonna m- make more records, or I, I don't want to talk about Lil Yachty. I don't listen to him. <laughs> I'm not, but, I don't what know. Is, can anybody he, name a song of Lil Yachty? No, I no can't. none of us. But here but can. but here's the problem, right? I think, and this is a little bit of <laughs> a sidebar, but it's an important thing to notice. I don't think the problem is with the artist. Per se, I think it's the the problem is with the listeners and the people, and mm-hmm. I think that that's what we need to do as consumers take it back into our hands because we have to be responsible for the decisions that I we don't make. agree with that though. Can I, I say agree. as a consumer that um, when it comes to my art now, I I focus on like more escapism than like listening to stuff that's too personal to me. Mm-hmm. Like for me to I don't even listen to rap like that, so this whole conversation mm-hmm. is above me because please. I like to listen to people singing, mm-hmm. and when people sing about depressed things, because sometimes I'm in that space, mm-hmm. then it gets bad. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I have to cut that off and like turn on some shit about some random shit. So that's why I love like, um, what's my man name? What's what's Thug's name? Young Thug. I like him. Don't talk about <laughs> shit, and that's where I need to be. You know what I mean? I need or to future. Be, or future. I right. need to be somewhere. Well, I'm not thinking about depressed shit. I yeah. need to think about, you know, give me some head and I'll buy you some Indian Remy. Yes, you know what I mean? Because I love that. Yeah, so, keep not Indian Remy. That's what he said. That's, that's not Indian Remy. That's, that's cheap. A literal, I know. That's a literal Young Thug uh, uh, lyric. So for me, it's like, I think some people, I mean, you have a lot to deal with today, right? Mm-hmm. That and I'm not taking it away from stuff from back then either because shit was real in hip hop back then as well. You know, we're talking about experience and experiential stuff. Mm-hmm. That shit was horrific, right? But as more people look into like safe spaces and their mental health being their priority, mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't want to be sad or right. you don't want to think about heavy things. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like I don't want to think about this stuff all the time. I can't consume it all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm going to have to not do that. Mm-hmm. So when I watch movies now, yeah, I watch, you know, documentaries and I watch you know fucked up shit but sometimes I just want to go see Logan and have a good time and escape for a minute for an hour for two hours so so I think when you say it's the consumer's responsibility I do think that's part of that as well because we're like in the clubs we're drinking yeah drug use is all-time high molly lean all that shit because we're escaping our reality. Yeah, we're and the artists. This shit is fucked up. Yeah, and the artists are just making the soundtrack to right. the lives that people want to live. People want to escape, yeah. and there's a lot of people going through some really fucked up things. Mm-hmm. The way I see it is, yeah, that's true, but I can't escape the fucked up shit that's happening that's in my it, mind, yeah. right? And so, and it's costly for me. Yeah. For me, it's costly, and on top of that, I think we can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. We That's our problem. Mm-hmm. We want to have it both ways. We need to either accept it. Because here's the thing, right? Um, y'all know the Bad and Bougie song, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Hey, so, it's my phone. Yeah. And it's a lot of people's song. It was number one on the charts. And mm-hmm. all the music charts. Like, not just hip, like, music, period. Mm-hmm. Okay? And is it safe to say that that song is not exactly very the most respectful song towards At women? All. No, okay, no, no, so no. it's not, okay. And it's number one. I'm not <laughs> I'm not judging the artists here, right? Right, right. I'm judging us as a people. Uh-huh. Okay. How if we make that song number one, 
how can we get mad at a president who says grab him by the pussy? No, oh. the reason why I feel like okay, because again, that yeah, was the thing with John. No, the thing that was the same thing with Donald Trump. It was like the media put him out there so much that he was in our face. Like I think with music too, you don't. I have a streaming system. Like I have Tidal, mm-hmm. so I get to pick and choose what I want to listen to. Mm-hmm. So if I even if when I want to escape, I go listen to old school hip hop that was fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like Ladies Night by Little Kim and all of those other girls. But for. <laughs> That was so rude. I'm sorry. Raheem Devon makes a lot of positive songs about women. But yeah, anyway. but for me, it's just like, when you listen to the radio, they push what you should listen to. And when you hear a sound constantly, you start becoming accustomed to it. Because yeah, Bad and Bougie wasn't something I wanted to listen to, but it's just I hear it so much. And I actually heard it from Aisha more so than I'm like, okay, maybe I'm going to listen to this song. Yeah. But it's hey, not something right off the bat that I'm going to listen to. We've all heard the song. We so all know the song. We know the lyrics, whether we want to or not. Right? I'd know some of the words. I don't want to. I don't even want to blame consumers, but also the radio is pushing it out there. They're not pushing good yeah, quality no, music yeah no one forces me to listen to the radio but yeah the radio yeah but the radio, the radio has it's responsibility like, too yeah the djs and all that shit but again we go back to what we're saying we're in a capitalist system people yeah. are going to pay more money for bad and bougie than black and beautiful which is actually a song by wale isn't it oh wow black and yeah that's a really, yeah, good, a really song. good song when i listen to that have y'all heard that has everyone heard it i'm embracing my blackness and my have y'all heard it over there well no because i'm on title so somebody has to send me something all right so you, there we go. No, I, I, I did it's, hear it. All right, I it's out there. So the music is out there. The music but is out there. if somebody tells me since I'm on a streaming service, then I'll listen to it and I'll be okay with it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's we just, we have a lot of work to do. It's a chicken before the, it's a chicken. Yeah, which one came situation. first? Yeah. Don't know where, you know, yeah. We know which one came first, but right. you know that they're both equally responsible. But see, yeah, yeah, but here's the problem with hip hop. People will easily say, oh, hip hop is so degrading to women and misogynistic. People say that all the time. But 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 we don't know that there's actually good music, quality music coming. Mm-hmm. And we don't promote it. We don't share. Yeah, we don't promote it. We don't share. We know the song. Have we tweeted? How many times do we tweet the song? We know that it's out there. So again, it's, it's yeah, like which one came first, chicken or that? But mm-hmm. again, I believe in like, we got to do our part as people first. That's yeah. true. We got to well, do our part as people first. We can't have. Bad and Bougie be the number one song, the most disrespectful song to women, and then hold our president to a different standard. We have well, there's we, a balance. We have Bad and Bougie, and we have Beyonce Lemonade. Hey, so hey. I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't. What? No. What? Because it's about men cheating, about so he doesn't want to no, listen to it. Bullshit. You want to talk about artistry? You need to listen to that shit. Yeah, okay, I'll listen to good. it. And the visual album. I heard it was good. That's what I'm saying. I heard it was good. I just haven't had the time to de- like. It sounds like damn. I really need to get into it. Yeah, right. And so I just, I'll be loafing. Watch it in pieces and stuff. All right, you guys, I feel like we have so much to talk about, and Osa definitely needs to come back. Osa gotta come back. We love you. You are the most participatory guest ever. (laughs) Like, this is awesome. Um, All right. But before we leave out, please tell us some of your projects. Oh. I know I saw on Instagram that you yeah. met up with Talib Kweli oh, to yeah. talk about some Talib activist Kweli. shit. So please cool. tell us. First of all, let's talk about how this man was, he was the one who really influenced me to like, when I first heard his album Reflection Eternal with High Tech, when I heard his album, I was like, oh no, I can't rap no whack shit. <laughs> like I was in high school, I heard that shit, I was like, oh, I, mm, I can't go back, you know, so... Big shout out to him. I got to meet him, and it was on some real shit, um, on some political activism stuff. Although, uh, anyway, um, shout out to him. So, you know, we got to kind of work on some uh, work on some strategies for dealing with number forty-five. That's what we call him. We don't refer 
to the pre- so to the current to the current president by his name. So we nobody does. Him. No, a lot of people do. That's Cheetos. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we orange refer to. Orange agent. Orange agent orange. Agent orange. <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of names, yeah. but but forty five is is the uh, least controversial one. Um, so we 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 are organizing actually around that, organizing some events, um, and uh, also potentially. No, I can't talk about that yet. Um, we'll talk about that. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it when it's more official. Um, then also, yeah, the Diamond Child video with, with That Man Ben. We just released that recently. Uh, go check that out. That Man Ben at everything. Um, so we're proud of that. And then I'm looking to do some solo projects. But, you know, we'll see what um, money's looking like. <laughs> we'll see. But actually, I just, um, I'm working on releasing my website soon. Probably by the time y'all hear this podcast, osathehealer.com. Um, I don't have some some more of my music, and that's how to find me and what's going on, and keep up with your boy. All right, cool. tell us where we can find you on social media. Oh yeah, Instagram at Elsa the Healer. Um, Do you tweet? I suck at tweeting, man. I'm Elsa. I Beats. just recently followed him off of our oh, yeah, Cassava and Cornbread. Cornbread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suck at tweeting. I'm I'm not very good at tweeting. I'm an Instagram. I like the gram. Yeah. I do it for the gram. The visual. Yes, yeah, the visual. Yeah. 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 Um, I like um. All of you beautiful women on Instagram, shout out to y'all. Maybe not. You just like Instagram baddies, art. Instagram artists, female artists. No, oh, the artists now too. I'm just trying to protect. So they have you, an art. Whatever. No, I like, I like, I love black women. I love women. Period. Like you like the melanin yeah. popping nah, thing I'm going on? I'ma just have to. Alrighty. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks. But for you me. didn't? Did you state your Twitter? Yeah, at Osa okay. Beats. It was what? It wasn't you. It was what it was. Your it was full name? Os- Osaritan? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like this kid in Chicago with that name. Oh, okay. Yeah. My right. full name, right? Yeah, full name. That's wild as shit. Yeah. You need to oh, let him know. Like, when are you guys going to I know. Gonna, like... I've, been, I've been threatening. But he was, when I first found out, he was a kid. <laughs> He's an adult now. Yeah, now he's got a Twitter page. Now yeah, I gotta now, go find yeah. Him. I gotta go you can do him. it now. You shut that down, bro. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you again, Osa. Right, it was great strong. having you on this. Um, yeah, we're out. Thanks again for listening. Please visit us at www.cassavaandcornbread.com. Let us know if we are doing a good job um, by emailing us at cassavaincornbread at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at the CNC podcast. You can also like us on Facebook at the Cassava and Cornbread podcast and on Instagram at Cassava and Cornbread. Thank you.